Welcome to this bonus edition of Bible Explained Verse by Verse. Today I want to talk about patterns in the book of Psalm. And right now is a good time to discuss those patterns, because in the next episode we'll be reading Psalm 119, where the patterns become much more evident. The entire book of Psalm is 150 chapters, so it is the longest book in the Bible. The book of Psalm is divided into five smaller books. The first smaller book within Psalm is chapters 1 through 41. The second book is chapters 42 through 72. The third book is chapters 73 through 89. The fourth book is chapters 90 through 106. So we're already in the fifth book because the fifth book is chapters 107 through 150. We're getting toward the end of Psalm. We recently finished reading a group of books, which was chapters 113 through 118. Those chapters together are called the Hallel, H-A-L-L-E-L, and that is short for Hallelujah. Hallelujah is a command to the congregation that everybody should praise God. It literally means praise the Lord, because it has a jaw at the end of it, which is short for Jehovah, and then the Halla part means praise him. The Hillel, which is 113 through 118, is sung at all three of the major feasts in the year where every man is required to report to the temple in Jerusalem. And these feasts include Passover, Shavuot, which we call Pentecost, and Sukkot, which we call the Feast of Tabernacles. Passover celebrates the Father giving his own Son as a sacrifice for all of our sins. The Passover occurred at the same time that Jesus was crucified on the cross. In the Bible it says that he sang a song with his disciples before he went up to the Garden of Gethsemane after the Last Supper. The psalm he sang was 118 because they already sang the other ones during the Passover meal. Other times when Jews might sing the Hillel would be during the Hanukkah festival and during Rosh Kadesh. There's another psalm that we're going to be reading later, which is chapter 136, and some people call that chapter the Great Hillel because it has the word hallelujah in it repeatedly. So whenever somebody says hallelujah, you should praise the Lord, although most people don't realize that. Psalm 119 is a very interesting chapter, which we'll be reading next. In that chapter, every single letter of the Hebrew alphabet is used for part of the song, and they're all used in order. When we get to that chapter, I'll explain to you what each letter means. That chapter has 176 verses, so we'll have to break it up into three separate episodes. But when I get to that chapter, I will explain what letter of the Hebrew alphabet each stanza represents and what that means. The first letter of the alphabet is Aleph, and the meaning of that will be described in the first stanza. 
And then the last Hebrew letter that we will get to will be Tav, and that will be described in the 22nd stanza, which will conclude with verse 176. So there are 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. After chapter 119, then we will begin the Psalms of Ascent. These are chapters 120 through 134. And this is a songbook within the Book of Psalm, because these songs are sung as you ascend or go higher to the Temple Mount. On each step of the Temple Mount, you would stop and sing one of these songs. There are 14 steps altogether. So when the Jews went up, they would take one step, stop, sing a song, and then take another step and stop and sing the next song. Psalm 132 is the longest song within the Psalms of Ascent because it has 18 verses. The other songs are much shorter. The Book of Psalm is actually a collection of songs that were put together after the fact. So it wasn't written song by song, all in chronological order. But when they decided to create the Book of Psalm, they just gathered all of these songs that had been written over the centuries. As you know, King David wrote more of the Psalms than any other person. He is officially credited with writing 72 of these songs because his name is on them. However, it's evident when you're reading the book that there are other songs in there that he must have certainly written, or that were just remakes of songs that he wrote. Asaph, who was a priest in the temple, is credited for writing 12 of the songs. Korah, another priest, is credited for writing 11 of them. There are 50 songs that don't have an official author, but several of those are certainly written by King David. You can tell by the words in the song that they must be written by King David. And then Solomon wrote two of the songs. Moses wrote one of the songs. I imagine that must be the song that he prophetically sang after they crossed the Red Sea. Ethan wrote one song. He is a wise man. He was a very wise man in Israel at his time. And it takes wisdom to sing about the Lord. It really does. And wisdom is acquired through obeying his laws. So if you practice obedience, that is how you know the Lord. Jesus said, you are not my friend unless you obey me. The way we get to know somebody is by being their friend. And the way you get to be Jesus' friend is by obeying him. When you obey him, he teaches you things about himself that you couldn't learn any other way except through obedience. That's how you learn about his character, and that is wisdom. We gain wisdom by obedience. Wisdom isn't knowledge, it's practice. Wisdom is how we live our lives. It isn't what we know. Once you have that wisdom, then you can praise the Lord appropriately you actually know who you're praising. A lot of people go to church and they think they're praising the Lord, but they don't know him. They don't obey him. And so they don't have wisdom in the words that they're speaking. They don't understand what they're saying, or they'll say things about God that are not quite true. And that's why modern worship songs often have lyrics that are not true. 
If the lyrics match scripture, then that's great. I would sing that song. But if the lyrics don't match scripture, I would reject that song because it's probably written by somebody who has no wisdom. Heman, who is another Levite in the temple, is credited with writing one song in the book of Psalm. However, as we noted when we were reading the song that Heman wrote, it was clearly a remake of one of King David's songs. As well, the songs by Korah and Asaph could have easily been remakes of King David's songs. In reality, King David should be credited with more than 72 songs, although there are only 72 that have his name on them. I hope that blessed you. That chapter has 176 verses, so we'll have to break it up into three episodes. That chapter has 176 verses, so we'll have to break it up into three separate episodes.